Good morning and welcome to Prayers for Your Day. This is Danita and today is Monday, November the 22nd, 2021. As always, I give thanks to God for you, for what he is doing in your life and in the lives of your loved ones, the people, places, and things that God has destined for you, been intentional about for you during this time and this season. This is your time. This is your season. It is your time and your season to be alive. It is your time and season to have an impact in the earth. It is your time and season to do the things that God has called you to for such a time as this. This is Thanksgiving week, and we know that every day is a day of thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Every day is a day of thanksgiving. It doesn't matter if um, it just doesn't matter what's going on in your life. Every day that you wake up is a day of thanksgiving. Every day that loved ones that, that who are still alive and well, even though you may have some that have, you know, went to the other side, so to speak, but every day that you have loved ones who are alive and well, people who text you, call and check in on you, people don't have to do that, but understand that every day is a day of Thanksgiving. Um, On this morning, I'm going to read to you, you know, sometimes I, I'll just say this, sometimes I think that We're going to be talking about certain things for a while, and then God will show me something else. But on this week, um, as many of us are seeking to hear the voice of the Lord, as many of us are seeking to know uh, what our next steps are, as many of us uh, desire clarity in specific areas of our life, Um, there are ways that God can give us that. And one of the ways I happened to uh, literally come across, I'm not even sure what took me there in the scripture, but it's in 2 Kings. And it's in 2 Kings chapter 3, verse number 15 and 16. And this is when... um, They had gone to Elisha, not Elijah, but Elisha, to get a word. He was a prophet. And so the people went to Elisha to get a word from the Lord. And as I read this scripture, you know, there are certain things that people do sometimes and you're not quite sure why they do them. And you and, and some of that is part of religion, right? We just do stuff because it's always done, but we're not quite sure because maybe they've not given us the scripture. Maybe they've not given us the biblical reference, so we just do what we've always done without the reasoning behind it. Well, for me, when I uh, be, just to give you a little background, when I became a member of another church back in 2015, Yeah, 2015, this was the second church that I had joined as an adult, and I'm still there. Um, But this time I joined the church on my own. The first time it was um, the church that I had raised up in, 
uh, and then the yeah, my first church was the church I was raised up in. My second church was the church uh, that my husband attended, and uh, I really, be- you know, I believe that you should follow your husband, you know. So I went to that church, and then after our situation occurred, I went to in in search of my own church, and so uh, the church that I now attend and what really drew me there was the fact that the prayer um, was so strong and the anointing uh, was so heavy, and I really learned how to um, cry out to God. I really learned how to get in the presence of God, and they would play music, just instrumental music, as we entered into his presence, and I really didn't quite understand that, you know, because I came from a Baptist. There's nothing wrong with being Baptist. It was just something different, right? So I went from Baptist to non-denominational to non-denominational, but really it had a Pentecostal apostolic type feel, to be honest with you, but it was non-denominational. But really, to me, as I reflect back, it just taught the whole Bible from, you know, Genesis to Revelation. And anyway, I don't want to get into all of that religion because this morning I'm talking about relationship and how to uh, invoke the presence of God and to hear God's voice. And so as they went to Elisha, I'm going to start with 14. Elisha said, as surely as the Lord Almighty lives, whom I serve, if I did not have respect for the presence of Jehoshaphat, king of Judah, I would not pay any attention to you. All right? So what they've asked him to do, he's doing it because Jehoshaphat has favor with him. All right? So remember, when we pray for favor, we ask that God give us favor with him and that God give us favor with man. Jehoshaphat had favor with the man, Elisha, who also was a prophet. But then Elisha says, but now bring me a harpist, all right, somebody to play the music. He didn't didn't say gospel music. He didn't say contemporary gospel. He didn't say Christian. He said, bring me a harpist. A harpist plays instrumental, all right? Then Elijah says, while the harpist was playing, the hand of the Lord came on Elisha. And he said, this is what the Lord says. I will fill this valley with pools of water. You know, a valley is a low place. And these men were in a low place because they had gone off to to war to fight and and in this in their journey, they had reached a valley they had reached low places um, and they needed a word from God they needed a word from god and and as you if you go back and read second kings chapter three. One of the things that um, it was the king of Israel who actually said, you know, surely, God, you didn't send me here to deliver us into the hands of the Moab. Moab. And I want to tell you that there are low places in our life where we will go into situations, we will believe God, 
for situations, and we will know, we will believe in our heart and all our mind and all of our souls that we heard the Lord speak, and we know the Lord sent us there. But then we will hit the valley, we will hit the low places, and it will feel like, it will feel like that God has delivered us into the hands of whatever that situation so it might be a job, right? You might have had a good job, and God, you really feel like God told you to leave this job to start your business. Or you really feel like God told you to um, wait on something, and whether it's a relationship or whatever, and you've waited on it, you know. And then now it feels like the job that you or the business that you heard or that you thought you heard, you know, it, it's not working. You know, uh, maybe somebody dislikes you there. Maybe some your, your new supervisor is on you. Maybe, you know, whatever the case may be, but it's not working and you feel like you're in that low place or it's that relationship and you know you heard God and you've waited on God and even when you've tried to do some things, you know what I'm saying, you, you see the hand of God has kept you, and you believe that God is keeping you with all of your heart for this relationship because God doesn't want you to be tainted or whatever, but yet you and the other person that you're waiting on have entered into a low place, into a valley. But you need to hear God. You feel like, okay, I thought I heard God. I need to hear God again. Back then, they had to go to the prophet because God wasn't just speaking to anybody. But he used a vessel. He used a man. He used someone. You know, Deborah was a prophetess. Um, she was a judge, right? So she she had the voice of God. Um but if you guys know Isaiah, the book of Isaiah, Isaiah was married to a prophetess, so God used men and women to be his mouthpiece. Well, now, since the New Testament has come, that God will, he uses us all to be his mouthpiece. But Elijah said, this is what the Lord says. But it says, the hand of the Lord came on him when he said, bring me a harpist. He wasn't saying, bring me a harpist just so that he could hear the music and, and then get up and walk away. He said, bring me a harpist, because he was expecting God to speak to him. He said, bring me a harpist, because somebody asked a question that needs to be answered. He said, bring me a harpist, because he needed to hear God. If you need to hear God on this week, I'm going to encourage you, whatever it is you are looking for and need from God and you need to hear his voice, I want to encourage you on this morning. Get on YouTube. See, this is some of the stuff that, that, that you know, you learn through relationships. This is some of the things that we learn through trial and error. This is some of the things that I put in action even when I didn't know why I was doing it, you know, I thank God that he showed me through his word. A lot of times we mirror things and we don't know why we're mirroring them. 
I want to give you the word behind the things that I'm telling you to do, that I'm asking you to do if you're desperate for a word of God. Get on YouTube. Get on YouTube, y'all. It's, uh, I'm trying to think, Dappy Keys, I believe. I have downloaded several of his, um, his instrumentals. Yep, Dappy Keys, I just uh, Googled it. For example, he's got a three-hour prayer time music along with God. Why the first one y'all looked up says, speak, Lord, I am listening? Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Because I wasn't sure if, if it was just for me or if it was for us, if it was for this platform. But as soon as I went to YouTube, and I typed in Dappy Keys. The first thing that showed up with Dappy Keys says three-hour prayer time music along with God. Speak, Lord. I am listening. Can I encourage you, encourage you on this week? Go to YouTube. Put in Dappy Keys. Put, put in whatever you want to put in. My, this says along with God. Speak, Lord. I am listening. Three hours, y'all. I'm not saying stay there for three hours, but you know what? If if the spirit of the Lord comes upon you, you just might be there for three hours. But what I am saying is that God desires for you to hear his voice. He desires to give you instruction. I'm going to say this again. While the harpist was playing, the hand of the Lord came on Elisha, and he said, this is what the Lord says. The Lord wants to speak to you. He wants to give you a word. He wants you to know the desire of his heart for you. Not only that, he wants to give you his heart. He wants to give you his mind. We can't do that on our own. We move too much out of the flesh. We get angry. We move out of the flesh. We get hurt. We move out of the flesh. We get emotional. We move out of the flesh. Somebody hurts our feelings. We move out of the flesh. But Elisha said, if I did not have respect for the presence of Jehoshaphat, king of Judah, I would not pay any attention to you. You have to respect yourself enough. You have to respect the situation enough to go to God to get a word in the low place, in the valley. Have enough respect for you. Have enough respect for the situation, whether it's about your job and about, and have enough respect for God's people because whatever situation you are facing, whatever situation we face, it's not just about us nine times out of ten. It's not just about us. Whatever decision that you have to make does not just impact you. Most decisions don't. It usually impacts 
people connected to you, whether that be spouses, whether that be children, how about whether that be generations to come? Call for the harpist. Get your music, y'all, with, without the singing, without the vocals, so that you can hear God, so that the hands of the Lord can come upon you. And you, too, will say, get you a journal. And you, too, will say, this is what the Lord says. This is what the Lord says. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for my brothers and sisters. I thank you, oh God, hallelujah, that already you are speaking to their heart so that they can hear what you are saying in this hour. Lord, I pray that you would give them clarity in their finances. I pray that you would give them clarity in their emotions. I pray, oh God, that you would give them clarity in every situation, oh God. Hallelujah. Give them clarity relationally. Give them clarity spiritually. Give them clarity physically. Speak, Lord, for your servants are listening. In Jesus' name, amen. 